This is the Russian dynamite Masha Slamovich. Becca here. This is not America's sweetheart Davian. It's Billy Starks and the super fly guy Trayvon Jordan. This is the fly side flyer Jalen Brandon. Hardcore princess Jules Malone. Hi there, this is the bubblegum princess Alexia Nicole. This is the Brazilian Wonder Woman Christy Jane. This is the baddest black belt Chennai Kai. This is Kid Bandit. The smash hit Joel Bateman. This is Robin Renegade. Cody Hawk. Brutal Bob Evans. And you are listening to Wrestling With Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hey, this is the nice guy, Jacob Thrasher, and you're listening to Wrestling With Entertainment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling With Entertainment, the only audio experience on the web today. The trusted choice for interviewing all your favorite wrestlers every Tuesday and Wednesday. Castbox sponsored by Rogue Energy and Coffee. I'm of course your host, James J. Alongside Scooter Dust. Hey hey! And it is a great day for wrestling, because we are wrestling with the nice guy, Jacob Drusher. I'm here, I'm here. How are you, Jacob? Doing great and feeling good. Just uh, did some cardio today. Had to work off the extra weight from uh, the fourth. Went a little crazy on some food. <laughs> All that barbecue. Uh, <laughs> Maybe a couple of extra hot <laughs> A lot, a lot of, a lot of pizza, ice cream, root beer, and all that good stuff. I, I know how that feels. Uh, you, you did your cardio. I did my Cardi B today. So, <laughs> oh, at the end of it, I was like, I, I might have gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when is the next time you'll see the, uh, the nice guy in action? I will be in Florida. I'll be with WWN Proving Ground, uh, July twenty second. Okay. And where can we find you on social media and your merchandise? I am on Instagram at the nice guy underscore JT. And merchandise. Merchandise, uh, I do not have a website, but if you are at any of my shows in person, uh, I do sell merch there. All right, well, we got to set up this uh, the pro wrestling tea store. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. Um, if the link to his Instagram will be in the uh, description of the video below for on YouTube and Xbox. All right, um, let's get into it. You work for Urban Combat Wrestling. Can you tell us about your relationship with the company? Um, yeah, I've done a couple shows uh, up there, here and there. Uh, one other wrestler that I'm good friends with, uh, he goes by The Warden, uh, a great wrestler, very big guy. I've been in the ring with him couple of times very vicious and uh i uh found out about ucw through him and uh 
They told me to come up there, uh, see what they're all about. And, uh, yeah, it's been fun. And, uh, it's a great crowd. So I've just, uh, been doing that. It's been very fun. Like, you know, a lot of wrestlers, wherever they train, wherever they're based off of, that's kind of, they have their home promotion. Um, it kind of seems like you're somewhat of a renegade. You kind of go everywhere. Would I be right in saying that? Yes, yeah, so that is uh, very true. I uh, I do have a, a goal for myself right now to try to wrestle all over the U.S., so anywhere I can get in, uh, definitely I'll try to be there. Uh, this this past weekend, I wrestled in Florida with WNN, and uh, it was my first time wrestling in Florida. So marking another one off the list as I go. Which. Uh, what state are you looking forward to or really want to cross off so far? Mm. For me, I think would have to be New York. Mm. Ah. Mm. What, what a coincidence because that's where I live. Good old New York City. Really? Yes. Yep. Yep, I, uh, once again, for the 10 millionth time, I will mention <laughs> I was trained uh, by Mikey Whitbrook and Pat Buck up at the NY Department. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, James, that means you're, th- that means you're throwing uh, it over to me. Yeah, or, that's a good segue. Okay. All right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not doing that bit anymore. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, here at Wrestling With, we like to go beyond just the in the in ring stuff and get to really get to know the personal experiences of our guests. Uh, and I noticed. A couple of pictures on your Instagram. Tell us about your experience with Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. Uh, this was in Utah, December of last year. Really, the coldest yeah. we- the coldest weather I've ever felt, especially me being from Alabama. I I thought it gets cold there, but. Nothing compares to Utah. I don't believe you. (laughs) Two states I've been to, Utah and Alabama, and I'm not kidding. Uh, What city in Utah was this? Um, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure uh, where exactly. Was it by uh, um, University of Utah? Um, the, The weirdest way that I can pinpoint where it's at it's near the high school where they filmed for high school musical wow. okay all right oh, so that's <laughs> it's down the road from that uh, okay I'm to logan, that's how i'm going to pinpoint uh, it <laughs> I, I was in logan 20 minutes of the uh 20 minutes south of the idaho border all right uh 
before I got off on the tangent, uh, please continue about uh, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, um, so he came in the back uh, for a few minutes. Um, they they made it known that it's you know it was this was like before the show was about to start for uh, Devotion Championship Wrestling, and uh, they let it known is like, hey, if you want to get a picture with him, talk to him, uh, do it right now. Um, he came in with the with the black fur coat on, and we all just lined up uh, with their phones out, just a long line, and just one after the other, got some pictures done. Um, I didn't uh, really get to have a conversation with them. I just told him it was nice to meet him, and he was uh, he was super nice. Uh, got a picture done, but yeah, that's uh, really all I got. And uh, I also, while I was there, got to meet Eric Bischoff, who is uh, also a really, uh, really great guy. Ah, that's something our research did not show us, James. All right. Wow. Uh, uh, so, yeah, DCW out of Salt Lake City. Ah, another great city. I swear, I would live there if I could. The air is so breathable. <laughs> I love looking out my window and seeing mountains. All right, uh, it, it was it was it was it was very nice riding to the show because uh, if you look, because you know it is just you know always snowing there, so everything just looks like a, a huge painting. Like it doesn't even look real. This looks like beautiful mountain mountains, but it's but it's even scarier. It's it's scarier at night, especially when there's fog, because there are barely any lights along the uh, the non-interstate roads. So you never know if you're if you have if you if you should slow down or just pull over and pray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, throwing it back over to you now. All right, um, you were a part of the Nightmare Factory, um. To be exact, that is correct. You were in the first ever class. Um, looking back, what does it mean to you to be the first ever class of the Nightmare Factory? For me, I think it's uh, really incredible because if you look at the people who I was in class with, you have uh, guys like Carly Bravo who you can see uh, I've seen him like numerous times like he's doing like Ring of Honor with AEW and uh, I think it's amazing just like seeing where we came from and all the hard work that we all had to put in and see it pay off and so I think it's great looking back and um you were you weren't originally supposed to be a part of the first class, correct? That's actually true. <laughs> it's uh, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> You're bringing back a lot of memories. <laughs> well, we do our research. Could you could you explain that? And so originally, when they were about to open up the Nightmare Factory. Um, I can't remember how exactly they had it. I think, if I remember correctly, Cody Rhodes, uh, he made a post on Instagram, and you could uh, click a link 
to go and sign up for his class. And I, I sent one in and didn't hear anything for about a week. So I decided to put in another one. And another week went by and didn't hear anything. So I just looked up the school and uh, I called the school and uh, QT Marshall uh, answered the phone and we were talking for a moment. I didn't even know it was QT at first, but we talked and I told him, hey, I sent in two applications and uh, I never heard anything. I was just wondering, you know, so if spots are taken or if there's anything, I wasn't really sure. But uh, he told me that spots were full, but two spots just recently opened back up. So if I wanted to take one, I can. And uh, what's incredible is the two spots that were taken up were of me and my former tag team partner, Josh Breezy. <laughs> and... And we didn't even we didn't even realize this until like like three months down the road, like we were about to graduate from from the camp and he mentioned the exact same thing. Like we were just hanging around, he said that he wasn't even supposed to be in here. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. It was like a match made in heaven. <laughs> um when you do find out that, you know, you wasn't exactly the first choice, but somebody dropped out, and you got that that spot. What's your mentality after running something like that? Is it like, well, I'm going to show them that they they didn't choose right, and that I'm going to show them that I was the right choice? Well, what, what was your headspace after finding out something like that? Um, I really saw it as like a blessing because. Originally, I was supposed to train with Ohio Valley Wrestling, but a month before I was supposed to start, uh, COVID hit. And at that point, I really felt like, uh, you know, there was no hope in my in pursuing my wrestling dream because it was all I ever wanted to do. So being hit with that, I was just thinking, it's like, maybe this isn't what's supposed to happen for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to be. A wrestler and then out of nowhere Cody announces that he's going to be uh, opening up a new school and I just saw it as like a, a great opportunity and uh, it was you know, more affordable for me and it was uh, closer to my, my home so uh, seeing that somebody was originally was supposed to be in there instead of me I just think uh, it's a blessing that I did get to take part. Did you ever get to work with Ohio Valley Wrestling? Or... I mean, afterwards. Um, I, I would still uh, love to uh, go wrestle up there. There is... Um, I know that I have to get like a, a license to be able to wrestle in Kentucky. I just have not taken like the the time to actually like 
to go and like get one. Okay, I see. Do you feel any like added pressure or responsibility being in the first class of the Nightmare Factory? I, absolutely. Um, for me, I feel like everything, like the way, like, even like outside of the ring, the way I carry myself, the way I talk and act and in the ring, the way I perform, uh, knowing that, you know, I did come from the Nightmare Factory and I was trained by, you know, high-class people. Like you have Cody Rhodes, QT Marshall, you have WCW's Glacier. So it's a lot of pressure because uh, everything that I do kind of reflects on them and the school. Right. So it's like I have to make sure that I'm on my game and that I'm doing everything that I know that that they would. Hold yourself to that standard. Yeah. Uh, Scooter. Y yes. Here's perhaps um, an odd question. Tell us about your favorite pair of socks. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going down a really good rabbit hole now. Because <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what it is, but I just I love character socks. I, uh, I, my favorite pair, I wore them yesterday. It's, uh, surfing corgis with sunglasses. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, now, I have said that I am a, uh, I, I have been to, uh, Alabama quite a few times. Uh, Tell me, are you a big fan of Bucky's? Um, I, I think it's, I think it's cool. I'm not a, a crazy Bucky fans, but I, uh, I'm not a Bucky hater too. I kind of just take it as it is. But I know there's people who are in love with with Bucky's. You prefer uh, your no. happy meals, is what you're saying. Do I prefer Happy Meals? I'm saying you you prefer your Happy Meals. All right. Uh, I, tell us about uh, your experience meeting Michael Johnson. Yeah. Wow. That was uh. Yeah. That was all the way. I think I was in eleventh grade. Um. I can't really remember clearly. I I remember, uh, I do remember walking up to him and just uh, asking for a photo. We never, we didn't really uh, get to talk. Um, our our school. I went to uh, Dallas County High School in uh, Plantersville, Alabama, and um, we we had a, a field trip to. Uh, one of the colleges in Selma. I can't remember the name of it. And uh, I can't remember 
really what we were there for. But uh, they had Michael Johnson there, and he actually went to uh, the same school as me, Dallas County. Uh, Concordia? Uh, that oh, sounds that oh, sounds oh, right. Uh, uh, it's either Selma University, Concordia, or Wallace. Wallace. It was, it was Wallace. It was Wallace. Okay. Yeah. Um. But he uh, he was on the microphone in front of a school full. I mean, uh, in a uh, gym full of uh, people from different schools around Selma. And he uh, kind of talked to us uh, about himself and about uh, you know careers and colleges. All right. Uh, okay, uh, James, I'll throw it back to you. Let's now get back into uh, the whole socks thing. Because <laughs> I'm somewhat of a. As of recently, I don't know how I became such an avid collector of socks, of ca character socks. Don't people uh, tell you to put a sock in it. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, I have Captain America, the Death Star, um, uh, Rocco from Rocco's New World. Um, what was your first pair, and what's your favorite pair? Mm, I, I believe my very first pair of character socks were uh, AJ Styles socks. And your favorite pair? And uh, yeah, my favorite pair uh, were the ones that I, I wore yesterday for the for the fourth. Uh, it was uh, surfing corgis with sunglasses. Okay. Is there a, a, a new pair, specific pair that you're looking into getting for having got? Um, I haven't uh, really looked for any new ones. It's kind of gotten to the the point where it's like I might have too many socks, <laughs> so it's like I have to I had to cut myself off. All right. Um. Well, you mentioned him uh, earlier. Um, you were in a tag team with Josh Squeezy, the nice guys, and it seems yes. like you guys were really on track to do some really big things. And I, I mean, there was maybe hints of an AEW run. Um, what, and then it just kind of suddenly ended. What can you tell us why the, the nice guys just ended so abruptly? Yeah, so I, I decided to uh, to end the team. I, uh, I told Breezy that uh, I wasn't really. I'm looking to be in a tag team right now. I was leaving the the factory. I did really love teaming with Breezy. Uh, me and Breezy, we uh, we had similar interests. We I uh, loved to uh, collect action figures and stuff like that, and I think we kind of connected off of that. Me and him both were uh, big Jeff Hardy fans growing up, but um, I kind of just wanted to. 
a step into my wrestling career as a singles guy. I kind of just wanted to, you know, to see what that that lane kind of looks like. I wasn't really ready for, you know, a tag team. Do you think we'll see the nice guys reunite down the line? Oof. I, I am 100% uh, up for uh, teaming with Josh Breezy. Um, as long as he wants to, I say we run it, run it back. Because uh, it's been uh, two and a half years now. Me and him both have been doing our own separate thing. So I think if we came back now, we're more experienced. We've bettered ourselves in the ring. So I think if we came back, then we'll be even stronger than before. Are you, uh, the one thing that I noticed that you have a similarity with Joss is your love of the paranormal, correct? <laughs> That's right. Can you tell us about your love of the paranormal? Uh, and if you've had any paranormal uh, experiences. Yes, so back home, there's a, there's a little ghost town called Old Cahaba. And me and one of my old friends from high school, we, uh, we had just recently graduated from high school, so a lot of free time to just go and do something just wild. So we thought, hey, let's go, let's go to Old Cahaba because we hear that it's, we've always heard that it's haunted and we've heard ghost stories. So we are riding through the town, checking out what's what's left of it. This place has been uh, around since uh, the the Civil War. And there's buildings from that time still standing, and there's this super old mansion. And we walk up to it, and we see that there's like a an opening. So we, me and him, decided to. Well, first of all, the opening was on the second floor because it's boarded up. So we climbed a ladder up the building and went into, uh, went in through to the top floor. And we we walked around, and it felt very off like I had like a weird energy to it so we walked downstairs went through all the rooms looked around and came back up and we're just talking and we're kind of getting comfortable it's like all right it actually feels pretty nice around here and then I hear what sounds like uh, a little bit of like a, a baby crying that turns into a man grumbling and it was the the weirdest sound that I've never heard before. It was like I I don't know what that could be, but it sounds like demonic, and I hope it wasn't. <laughs> but me and him both were like shocked, and we just looked at each other, and we were just like fighting each other, trying to get out the window to leave, just pulling each other back and just climbing down the ladder. We just ran to my truck and we just left. <laughs> well, that's definitely an interesting ghost story, to say the least. 
But, um, I do know that Joss does ghost hunting. Have you ever talked to him about going on a, a ghost hunting trip with him? Oh, I feel like we've talked about it before. Um, if I remember correctly, he mentioned something about this one place here in Atlanta. I can't remember the name of it, but I, like, I've driven by it a couple times. I think it was, like, a, an old, like, hotel, I believe. Like, it's kind of, like, circular and, like, stands up tall. And uh, I, I feel like I remember him saying that we should go investigate that before. Um, I can't remember exactly, like, why I wouldn't have. Maybe I, I possibly was a chicken and didn't want to. <laughs> I, especially, especially after everything I've already experienced with the paranormal, it's like I probably should not bring anything home with me. <laughs> I, you know what? I completely get that. It's easier just to watch it on TV. <laughs> and even even with that, I'm afraid that I'm bringing something in. <laughs> you start hearing the noises around. Your house is like, I, I think it's in, I think it's in here. Now, I'm wondering if this is a question you get very often. Your moniker is, of course, the nice guy. Somebody would say, the very nice guy. Has, uh, have you ever considered teaming with Danhausen? Becoming a Danhausen? Teaming with Danhausen. Oh, te teaming with him. Oh, that'll be interesting. I never even thought about that. Now I've uh, kind of like that. I never thought about that, but uh, I, I think I would. Uh, I would love to do that. That sounds very fun. I mean, you're very nice, but he's very nice, very evil. Would, would there be a chance of either you opening yourself up to being, you know, maybe a little bit very evil, or you just trying to make Danhausen just completely nice? Um. Well, for me, uh, being the nice guy, it originated from uh, uh, Cody Rhodes. He would always tell me. It's like, you're such a nice guy, and he, and he would always just tell me that. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just make the nice guy my thing. So I think uh, being a nice guy is just going to be me just being myself. And uh, I think I'll let uh, Dan Housen kind of be whoever he wants to be, whether it's all the way, all the way nice, all the way evil. Maybe he can be the evil one. We can kind of like balance it out. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Now, I'm just always yeah. always getting on to him anytime he does something evil. It's like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> that. So, is it true? Because I, th I think you, you might be proof of this, that nice guys don't actually finish last. That's correct. Nice guys do not 
always finish last. You uh, being yourself is uh, is all that matters. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be rude. You don't have to step on people to uh, to be the best, to be number one. There's if you look at history, there's a lot of uh, kind people, a lot of good people who have made history simply because they were kind. You look at Mr. Rogers. You look at uh, look at Bob Bob Ross. A lot of down to earth and nice people who who had really good weed. No, um, oh, where was I going to go from there? Uh, yeah. So nice guys, you heard here. Do not finish last unless you're yeah, be, a uh, Georgia Bulldog fan. Yeah, just just be good to people. Right. So, roll tide for go dogs. <laughs> uh, so I do not actually watch sports, so I can't really say. But I do come from a uh, an Alabama household, so I'll have to say roll tide. Because you'll beat the stone. To the stone. That is correct. <laughs> They they might not let me, they might not let me in the state of Alabama. I asked a sports question. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, only because my ex is from Alabama, and I really hope she steps on a rusty nail. Uh, uh, even though yeah, we watched the uh, you know the Alabama Georgia game. You know, at the end of the year, or it's at the start of the year, uh, or things around Thanksgiving anyway. Uh, you know, no more though, but no, this is a happy interview. Uh, oh God, what is it going Ah, yes. Uh, tell us about dressing up as Jack Sparrow for Halloween because you have the World's End costume on, which oddly enough. I've worn that same costume, not the same costume that you wore. That'd be really weird. Uh, but I, have, I have an actual uh, copy of that uniform I used for uh, uh, Halloween up here in New York once. But tell us about being Jack Sparrow. Are you a Pirates of the Caribbean fan? Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I'm pretty much just a a Johnny Depp fan in general. I just I grew up watching. All of his movies, you know, I I love stuff like, uh, oh man, uh, Edward Scissorhand. Uh, my my favorite Johnny Depp movie has to be Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. So anything Jack Sparrow, that's anything that's uh, Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh, oh God. Um, but yeah, uh, the Jack Sparrow costume. I think I was in. Oh yeah, I was I was in second grade when I uh, I actually uh, won a costume contest wearing that. I, I I took first and I beat a guy dressed up as uh, Ghostface. Now I feel really really old. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, 
And James, throw it back to you. Can you tell us about that time you broke up a fight between Hikaru Shida and Nyla Rose? Yes, and I was the only one in a suit. <laughs> watching that back is like, wow, I really just stand out in that bright blue. And with with that, I was uh, I was just trying to you know, keep, just separate them and just hope that n none of them would grab me and try to use me as a weapon. Because we are... Uh, I, I was getting myself in between some really strong women who wanted to tear each other apart, and they probably would have taken me out just to get, it, get to each other. Right. I mean, considering who was who wanted to fight, personally, I would not want to get between them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you, you fight. That's fine. I'm going to stay over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw other hands starting to make their way towards towards them and try to hold them back. So I, it was kind of like follow the leader. It's like, I'll, I'll help too. <laughs> I think that's a great segue into our next segment. Um... Jacob Drosser's Bizarre Adventure. You're a pro wrestler that goes up and down the roads and weird, crazy, and bizarre things up down happen. Can you tell us a road story that fits that description? Mmm. Oh, I'm just going through like a lot of stuff in my mind. So I was... The only thing that comes to mind right now is uh, the Nightmare Factory. They used to run shows in North Carolina. So uh, me and uh, Luther from AW, oh, yeah. we rode together. I picked him up from his apartment uh, early in the morning, and we, we went down to uh, McDonald's. Uh, close by, and uh, we went through the line, ordered, and we were sitting, waiting, and we had just been handed our food. We've only been sitting there for like a split second, getting our stuff, and someone uh, behind us honked for us to go, which is weird because we just, we just got our food, and we haven't been sitting there that long, and... Luther got so angry and he was just so mad and I I I was afraid that he was a, about to uh, get out of the car and just just pull him out of the car and just beat him up and I'm just like trying to stay calm just like don't look anywhere just look straight and just drive off so that is a uh, as as a as crazy of a story that I that I've got that I can think of right now. There is another time that uh, we weren't going to a show, but it was with it was with the wrestlers that this happened. Where I just ran out of gas and had to had had to walk a couple miles to the nearest gas station. 
Was you just not looking at the the gauge? Was it broke? <laughs> um, by this point, so I was uh, uh, we were driving to Orlando, and I not long got back to Atlanta from uh, Tennessee. So I, so I did a show. So I drove four hours to Tennessee, did a show. Uh, didn't get back to Atlanta until around like 6.30 a.m. And I had to get right back up to go and drive to and from Orlando. So that, and by that time, I was already pretty out of it with all the driving. So it was like I didn't even think to look at it. We kind of just ran out. <laughs> I mean, two good stories for sure. So thank you for sharing those. Yeah, we're, 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 still, uh, we're still very early in the career, so we'll, we'll see if anything gets crazier. We'll come back to that. Especially if you go on a ghost hunting trip with uh, Joss. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, you are the nice guy, and everybody knows I love my uh, my good questions. What's the nicest thing the nice guy's ever done? Mm. Uh, it, uh, this is probably about to be the, the nicest answer to give. Uh, I feel so weird about giving an answer of like, this is what I've done. <laughs> so like, I almost... Like, don't even want to give an answer because it feels weird to be like, look at all this stuff that I've done. <laughs> look how nice I am. <laughs> I, I, I've donated to charity. I haven't actually done that. <laughs> but I, I helped somebody that was tied to a train track. Wow, that's so impressive. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I just, I just flew, flew in. But did the guy, the guy you doing the tying, have a curly mustache, or was going? <laughs> Wait. Or you were there too? <gasps> I was. I was that guy. You spoiled my plan. Oh my my <laughs> That's what this podcast was. It was just a setup so I can get to you. <laughs> this is all pre-planned. It was all the walk. But seriously. Not having an answer is the best answer, personally, I feel. Um, that, that being said, what's the meanest thing you've ever done? Oof. Let's see, because, so of course, you know, being nice doesn't also, it doesn't mean being perfect. I have, you know, I've definitely, like, hurt some people's feelings before. I've probably said some hurtful things. Um, um, I can't think of anything in particular, but I know that I probably, uh, yeah, I definitely like, at some point have, you know, said something like mean about someone, but thought it was all in good spirit. And I thought it was funny and I thought we were just having some fun, but it hurt their feelings. So it's kind of, you know, it's like, Oh, I didn't mean to hurt you. I thought it was out of fun. I thought it was funny, but it's kind of not because it hurts you. So it's 
that's probably the meanest thing is something that you find funny you know, like find as like a, a joke about somebody else funny and everybody else is laughing too but you don't realize it's kind of hurting them yeah I got you yeah, yeah. never do that <laughs> <laughs> and the last people have feelings and has the nice guy ever seen the nice guys with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe? I I have not, but uh, I I thought of taking that and putting it on a shirt. Then I realized that I probably can't legally do that. Right, copyrights. <laughs> copyrights. They get you with the copyrights. Oh yeah. But uh, no, I have I have not watched it, but I've seen like I've seen like uh, like I've seen the like the poster for it. Okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna throw out the, the, this idea before I ask my next question, uh, and this this is this is a a free one. Uh, it's all yours if you want it. Uh, should the day ever come where uh, where Jacob Thrasher turns heel, you clearly become no more Mr. Nice Guy. I'm going to come out to the Alice Cooper theme, too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And that's a freebie, brother. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I, I might turn hill just so I can do that. No, nobody, any anybody who is a fan of the nice guy, please don't take it personally. I just wanted to be able to say no more, Mister Nice Guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that, yeah. That's exactly why I, I, I put that out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you're. Yeah, growing up, we all read the uh, the Roger Hargreaves books about Mister Happy and Mister uh, and uh, basically all of the you know rotund circle people that were named after an, an emotion or a feeling and were different colors. Those those children's books. You have a couple of pictures of you reading Mister Happy on your Instagram. The Mister Men series. Hmm. If you could book one match between any of those characters from the Mr. Men series, what would it be? Uh, I really don't know what Mr. Men is. Uh, okay, uh, we'll edit that out. Um, big yellow guy, <laughs> circle guy, Mr. Happy... Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I did not read the book, but I, I, I flipped through it and I looked at pictures. Ah, uh, okay. So you did, you did what I do when uh, reading books. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll we'll edit that out, James. Uh, um, all right. 
Yeah, how do I know we're even recording right now? Um, hat, uh, all right, here we go. Having known Glenn Ruth, uh, personally, is there any time you ever get asked if you're the headbanger thrasher? If you get asked, how is Mosh doing? Or are you going to team with Thrasher from the Headbangers anytime soon? Uh, the, the answer is to I wish to to all of them. <laughs> because I, I wish I would get to... I, I really expected that that's what I was going to get with my last name. And it's my, my legal last name, too, Thrasher. Oh. Uh, I, was, I was expecting to get the Headbanger stuff. But uh, surprisingly, I have not, and I I've just been hoping for it because I really want to be asked where Mash is. I would I would love to uh, yeah I would love to uh, team with Thrasher if that is possible. Hopefully we, we can uh, get a good run. You know just. Thrasher and Thrasher. Well, if he ever responds to me after after you know, uh, asking him uh, for three years straight that he said he'd be on here and he's not, but I'm waiting on that. If we ever get him on here, we'll, we're gonna push that idea definitely. Just put it in, put it in good words for me. Uh, all right, um, James. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us about being in a corn maze with the Renegade Twins and Anthony Agoko? Yeah, so, so that was actually uh, Anthony Agogo. He he never has like done anything like that. He he's never been to like uh, to like a corn maze or like a a pumpkin patch. Like he's never done anything like that. So me and uh, uh, another person that I went to the uh, to Nightmare Factory with, who was a, a good friend, uh, was Logan. Me, uh, he goes by Luca Proctor. And uh, so we decided, was like, oh, we should take Anthony because he's never done anything like this before. So, uh, we went through the, the corn maze and we got like deep into the corn maze and we were trying to find our way back out and we, we just couldn't. So out of nowhere, just uh, Robin and Charlotte just start just running through the corn. Like they just went off track and just, so it's like, I don't want to be alone. So I'm just running through the corn too until we like make it, make it out. And uh, that was also the same day that uh, uh, Anthony Agogo tried some uh, s some boiled peanuts for the first time. Mm. He tried try some uh, boiled peanuts and some uh, 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 what is that called? The uh, funnel cake. He tried funnel cake. We just we had to show him. Just a, a good old American time. <laughs> he, he, he did not like the boiled peanuts, but he loved the funnel cake. 
I mean, who doesn't love funnel cake? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, funnel cake is delicious. He, and he, uh, at the end of the night, uh, uh, there's like there's a hill where they have uh, all the pumpkins at, and I went down and I grabbed my truck and I drove it up to pick everybody up, and uh, they all like rode in uh, in the back of my truck, and a go go said, "This is the most American thing that I've ever done." <laughs> <laughs> so I think he had a great time. <laughs> I love the fact that the Renegade Twins were like, this ain't working for me, I'm making my own way out of here. Can you, speaking of food, since we're on the topic of food, um, can you tell us your love of chocolate milk? Oh yeah, I, I absolutely love chocolate milk. I don't know why I love it so much. I, I think it's just solely because it's just incredible, and and uh, I'm a big uh, root beer guy too. I really love root beer. Uh, anytime I go to like like a soda shop or like anywhere that has like root beer, I always have to grab a root beer. There was a time uh, I would keep going back to Cracker Barrel just to get just to try a new root beer. I just love it. But yeah, chocolate, chocolate milk, root beer, that's my stuff. If, if, if anybody is ever at one of my shows, please bring me some chocolate milk or root beer. <laughs> well, if you ever make your way out to California for a match, um, I'll sort of come to visit you and give you a bottle of uh, root beer and, and chocolate milk. <laughs> Oh, I not love that. Not, not in the same bottle. Not in the same bottle, no. But, uh, actually, actually, maybe we we might have something there. I mean, somebody would yeah, say that... Soda. I mean, people would say that maybe ice cream and soda and root beer wouldn't be a thing, but it's one of the oh. most delicious things. So I wouldn't hey. pass to uh, hey. put chocolate milk in root beer at this point. Okay. We, we have plenty of, uh, you know... Uh, drink machines uh, that dispense uh, uh, Bosco uh, chocolate soda. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, can you tell us about your love of good Bosco? Okay, what was that again? Could you tell us about your love of good Bosco? You know, Good Burger. Welcome to. Oh, Good Burger. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I love, uh, yeah, I love that movie. I every now and then I'll, I'll watch it. It's a, it's a great, uh, classic Nickelodeon movie. To go back to. I just really love, uh, uh, Keenan and Kale. Like, I. Them, them two together are just awesome. So it's yeah, I just love uh love Good Burger. <laughs> At one point, you were trying uh, to get a Funko Pop of them made, no? That's that is right. I I I really wanted a uh, a Kel Mitchell uh, Funko Pop, 
And uh, I, I looked it up to see if it was a thing. I was like, how is this not a thing? This is a, a great movie. It's a, it's a, it's a classic. So I was, I, I was pushing, I was pushing for Funko to make a, a pop for the Kel Mitchell. And, uh, I do really love, I, uh, I used to like really love to draw. I used to draw a lot. So I was like, so let me draw up you know, what it could look like. And I think it, uh, turned out pretty good. I, uh, tried to try to make it happen. I don't know if it's a pop yet. I don't, I don't know if it's a thing. I mean, considering how many uh, obscure little, obscure movies have Funko Pops, I feel like Good Focus should have a pop. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is a, yeah, anytime I go into a, like a, like a pop figure shop, I see like so many different pops, and I'm like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> right. But where's my Kale Mitchell pop? Uh, I don't know if you happen to see uh, the episode of Saturday Night Live that was hosted by Kiki Palmer. Uh, and one of the sketches was she was uh, proposing uh, that. Uh, Jordan Peele do a Keenan and Kel reboot, except it's Keenan and Kelly, uh, and they go back. They go back to the 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 supermarket uh, whole thing, and Keenan has those dreads that he had on the show, and Kiki Palmer is doing all of like Kel's lines, but not the same lines. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, her catchphrase was instead of like "Who loves Arizona," be like "Oh, here comes the bus" or something like that. And then they did a whole thing where uh, Kel is playing another role, and and they and then the store ends up getting rocked, and Kel ends up being shot. <laughs> I, I I did see that I. I thought it was really cool to watch, and uh, it's so crazy seeing uh, a Keenan. Like he was, uh, he he just he looked exactly the same. Yep, yeah, I thought it was amazing. <laughs> they also did something like that on the Tonight Show with uh, Jimmy Fallon and uh, Keenan. Oh, I know that was for uh, that was for Good Burger. They did that yeah. for Good Burger on uh, Jimmy Fallon, and uh, yeah. Keenan was uh, he had like a he had a hard hat on. He's like a construction guy. <laughs> Strawberry jacuzzi. Uh. <laughs> oh man. Ah, all right. Uh, yeah, I think um, should we transition to the colossal question, James? Yeah. All right. So, figuratively, let's say some big movie studio is making a blockbuster movie about the wrestling career of Jacob Thresher. And, of course, the first thing with every movie, the first thing that gets done 
is the soundtrack. So, what would be three to five songs on the soundtrack to the Jacob Thrasher wrestling career blockbuster movie? Mm. First one that comes to mind is uh, Kids by MGMT. Mm. Okay. Um. Oh, what else is there? Oof, there. That's a. That's a tough one. Uh. So that's one that comes to mind. I just really like that song. For anything else, I can't, couldn't really think of anything right now. Come back to it if you need yeah. I, I can circle back around to it. Okay. All right. Now that uh, we've got that partially done, now we will move on to the second uh, it, second thing, but not quite as important. But and that's casting. Uh, who would play Jacob Thrasher in the Jacob Thrasher? A wrestling career blockbuster movie, and you cannot say yourself because you are contractually obliged to make a Stanley-esque cameo. Nice. <laughs> um, so this is a le- legit answer, and I just think it would be great because they are completely different for me. If it could happen, I would just have Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> just because he is. Six four, I'm five ten, and he is just—he has muscles where nobody else has muscles, which I do not. So I just think somebody just being, and even on the flashback scenes when we are showing me as a child through school, it is just Chris Hemsworth <laughs> playing a child version of me. <laughs> I, uh, I like that. All right. We have Chris Hemsworth down to play Dean. Every movie has a supporting cast. Who would be three people in your life that would be in your movie, and who would play them? Um, I think I would. I would like to put uh, Tom Hardy in there. Tom Hardy will definitely, uh, I've seen him with a mustache, and him with a mustache kind of looks like my dad. So I think I would have him, I'll have Tom Hardy as my dad. Okay. And um, I think I would have, oof, I, oh, there's this one actress that I, I can't remember her name. Uh, have any of you seen uh, the movie Tammy? Yes, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I would. I would have her. She would. She would be my mom. Okay. <laughs> and we got one more. Um. 
I, yeah, I think that I would just have, I would have Cody Rhodes just play himself. Oh no, I'll accept that, actually. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a great movie. We got Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hardy, Melissa McCartney, and Cody Rhodes. I mean, this is going to be a bangle of a movie. <laughs> the, the, the budget's going to be crazy. And you could, uh, you could pre-order the tickets now. Um, that being said... Now, uh, yeah, right, yeah, right now you just can't use them for a couple decades. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you think of two more songs? Um, I have to think of, like, my... I've been thinking of like my my favorite, I my favorite bands, my favorite singers, and thinking like what song would I use? Um, I really love uh, John Bellion and AJR, so I think uh, I would use uh, "Luxury" by John Bellion. Okay. And uh, for AJR, mm, uh, a song by them has tough to think what I would use it would go perfectly. Uh, I, I would use Adventure is Out There by AJR. Now, uh, can you tell us about your fear of wax statues and anime animatronic people? <laughs> uh, any any time that that comes up, I I understand how people are like that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's weird. It's uh. I get super freaked out with uh, wax figures and uh, and statues. Uh, something about them is just isn't right because it's they look they look human, but they're not. And it's just un, it's unsettling to see something that is like not alive, but it's like especially with animatronics, it's like it looks human, it looks real, and it's moving like a person but it's like it's not alive i think that just kind of like bothers me i just cannot be like near it at all well, I, you know they're all weird i will talk, give you that <laughs> some are way <laughs> too realistic <laughs> Is there a particular one in that you find it very creepy or you don't like, or is it just all of them equally? I I've seen videos where um, one of my uh, one of my friends 
uh, I told them about how I did not like uh, animatronics. So they had to show me a video of a whole bunch of animatronics that uh, are bugged out. Like something's uh, wrong with them. Like there's like, like they're not working properly. And it's horrible. <laughs> it, is, it was the worst thing for me to see. And it makes me not like them even more. Uh, there was one video where, uh, I can't remember what ride it was, but they were in a boat and there was uh, off to the side on land. There were, there was this animatronic and it was like, it was sitting down uh, like on, on the ground, like it was by a fire and it was sitting down and it was shaking. Just the, the, the animatronic was just shaking so violently like it looked something out of a horror movie and it was just scarring <laughs> also uh, uh also uh if if you've seen the the hall of presidents uh, that is horrifying that is horrifying <laughs> Uh, they're all just standing there. They're all just standing there staring at you. Have you ever been to Branson? Uh, I have not. Uh, I went to Branson uh, two summers ago and went to a uh, the the uh, wax museum there. Yeah, I had pictures with all the celebrities. Oof. And then twelve some odd years ago, I went to. Vegas and went to Madame Tussauds on uh, up here in New York. Of course, there's the Madame Tussauds in Manhattan. Uh, no, I'd go. I'd get, yep, they would. That would freak me out too. Considering that I'm a big Twilight Zone fan, so all the all those stories about you know that, that them coming to life and you know taking your soul. It's just eh, I I. I, 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 I I really love uh, Twilight Zone. Also, uh, last Halloween, I just went on a Twilight Zone uh, binge, and I I've never seen the first episode until last Halloween, and it blew my mind mind to find out that they filmed on the same lot as Back to the Future. Yep, uh, which is which is my favorite movie of all time, Back to the Future. Uh, to serve man, the, the the first episode aired, and right up to through the eighties reboot, the uh, the uh, mid two thousands reboot, and then the most recent Jordan Peele reboot. The last episode that aired is actually a sequel to that first episode. From oh wow! I sixties, yeah. Um, you know, you said about not not wanting to give an answer about what is the nicest thing you've ever done. I did find one nice thing that you did do, hopefully you remember. Um, you gave your wrist tape to a kid with autism? Um, I... I, my, 
I might have. Um, uh, it's, it's hard for me to remember certain things. Um, uh, do you know uh, what year this, what year, like, uh, how recent this might be? Because I, I probably remember it. I just need, like, a little context. Um, the, uh, after your match, um, you walked out of the, wherever the venue was, and you gave your, um, your wrist tape to, um, a little boy with autism. Um, let me try and find it, if I can. I do remember, um, there was one show that I did for, uh, Georgia Pro Wrestling, and uh, uh, I wrestled after after the match. Uh, there was a, a kid that was uh, he was dancing and like mocking my opponent while he was leaving the arena, and uh, I got out of the ring and like danced with him. <laughs> oh. From what I'm referring to was from July 16, 2022. Um, you were in the process of ripping off, and a lady walked up to you from a distance to tell that you were um, uh, you were talking to her, and she uh, explained to you that her son was a part of. Oh yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, that's where uh, yeah, that's where I I like walked out of the building, and he was like outside. Yes. Uh, outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I okay. I know exactly what you mean. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh, I I might have given him my wrist tape. I'm not sure, but I do remember uh, sitting there and uh, talking to him. Uh, I I think we, if I remember correctly, I we talked about John Cena and just all kinds of different stuff. Just telling him about my favorite wrestlers when I was a kid. Now, um, on to a controversial subject. Pineapple on pizza. What's your stats? I have had pineapple on pizza. I have to say it's kind of off. <laughs> Kind of off. Uh, now the the pineapple pieces that I had, uh, the slices of the pineapple were too big. But if I was to try it again, and we were to have, you know, they were like thinly sliced more, and they weren't taking up the whole pizza, I may like it. But where I stand now, pineapple and pizza is a no. All right. Jordan Hill for those pineapple on pizza lovers. <laughs> um, what's your spirit Pokemon? Uh, I have not watched Pokemon. But, but the answer I can give is Squirtle. Alright. You like your cheese. <laughs> Um, now we love the late, great Tracy Smothers on the show. Do you know the acronym for THUG? T-H-U-G. 
I do not. Scoodle. <clears throat> T is for terrible. H is for hell. U is for ugly. And G is for jail because a thug can't spell. Wow. <laughs> and the weirdest question will be asked on a wrestling interview, hopefully. Would you ever consider wrestling a rock? Not Dwayne Johnson, not the country, an actual rock. It depends how big is this rock. I'd say it's about the size of a suit. Uh, yeah, the one that lines the like the driveway. Yeah, I, I'll wrestle a rock. I'll wrestle a rock. Hopefully, uh, it will go well for me. <laughs> well, uh, just for context, there is this wrestler named Psycho Mike that wrestled an actual rock for over fifteen minutes. And a tungsten man match, an arm man match that lasted for two weeks. You said fifteen minutes. He wrestled it for fifteen minutes on air of what was a two a match that lasted for two weeks. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he did not win the match either. Oh, that's that's even better. That's that's amazing. <laughs> On a, a more serious note, where do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully, I did not jinx myself by saying this, but I, fingers crossed, I would love to find myself inside of a WWE ring. And what is a match that people should go out of their way to see that best shows up shows off what Jacob Thrasher is all about? Uh, I that's tough. Um, I would say uh, a very recent one that I did against the Warden at Urban Combat Wrestling. Uh, there, there's no uh, footage for it, but uh, there's any way that they do have it filmed, and I'm just hoping that they sometime soon put it out there. But if they do, uh, that's a good one to go check out. Is there something we could find on YouTube right now? Um, there's nothing right now, but um. Uh, Soon there should be uh, my match from June 30th for uh, WW, I, uh, sorry, WNN Proving Ground. Uh, we filmed an episode uh, June 30th, and it should be out uh, sometime soon. So uh, keep your eye on that, and uh, you could uh, ca catch one of my matches. I could, uh, if that does come out before this airs or um, after, I can always update the video with a link to that match in the description of the video below for on YouTube and Okay. Right, uh, let's see. get uh, Jacob a pro wrestling team and a YouTube account. 
<laughs> and uh, since we are nearing the conclusion of this interview, we are wrestling with the eight questions of the This is our speed round, our bonus round, the round where we see who you really are. Are you ready? Let's do it. Excluding yourself, greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, Bret Hart. Worst wrestler. I'm sorry, what was that? Worst wrestler. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can answer that. That's kind of, you know, I'll I'll take the I'll take the high road. I'll say myself. Nope, can't no. do that. I will. Oh not man. Would <laughs> you like to be called Axel? Um, worst wrestler, I would have to say, um, oh, that's tough, because uh, I can't win with this. Would you like the default answer? We, we can default. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't be rude. I, I wish, I wish there was that bone in my body. I just can't do it. <laughs> Don't worry, we can. You have selected Eva Marie. You're main eventing WrestleMania for the World Championship. Who is your opponent? Uh, it is still Roman Reigns. If you could come out to anyone's entrance music, past or present, who would it be? Bret Hart. Finish the sentence. K-Fade is... Not dead. We also would have accepted is quite good on toast. <laughs> Squash. Vegetable or fruit? Um, it is a... It is a thing that they use in a match to make the big guy look even bigger. And I will accept that answer. <laughs> New Japan wrestler Tai Chi, his ring joke gets smaller every year, revealing more of himself to the world. My question, what is the appropriate punks to butt cheek ratio for ring joke? Um, just, uh, for me personally, I gotta I gotta keep the all the cheeks in. We don't all the cheeks gotta stay in. As long as the cheeks are, are not visible, they're counts are perfect. Okay, so full coverage. <laughs> cool. All right. That's why I'm a tight guy. <laughs> the last question, the main event, the thing everybody wants to know. Have you ever had a conversation? With a stranger in a supermarket about Darby Allen. That is very specific. <laughs> yes. Um, I I have not yet yet. And that is the correct answer. Got 
book include this interview. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with us, Jacob. Thank you for having me. Once again, where can we find all things Jacob Jasso on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the nice guy underscore JT. And you can, uh, you can find uh, the link to his Instagram in the description of the video below, but on YouTube. Uh, you have no excuse. Give him a damn follow. And uh, if you're in, if you see him live, um, buy a damn shirt. Give him a, a, a bring a bottle of chocolate. No, give it to him. Just don't send him. Yes. Weird, just don't send him weird videos of animatronics freaking out. I'm probably gonna get a lot of that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Of course, thank you for listening. If you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, put on Xbox. Join us next Tuesday and Wednesday for the interviews. Um, follow me. For, uh, you can follow the show at Wrestling E. Uh, information on who we're interviewing, when we're interviewing, then links to those interviews and so much more. You can follow me personally at DC993. What can we find, Scooter? As always, my stand up comedy tour. Live from Camp Lejeune, one night only, free water for everybody at the door. Follow me on Twitter, at ScooterDust. Keep an eye out the social medias for updates on the return of the remix. And revel in my Dungeons and Dragons shenanigans, along with Rico Constantino Jr. and the rest of the Smoking Dragons clan, twitch.tv backslash Smoking Dragons. Now, Jacob, when I say wrestling wit, you say entertainment, okay? All right. For a very special guest, Jacob Drosso, Kaliko Yacht, Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling with Entertainment. Hey, folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Enjoy the show. Support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.